Well, great. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, just a little bit of a background on myself. Uh, I am originally from Massachusetts. I've been gone for a, a while from there, but every once in a while, weird sounds do come out of my mouth and my accent comes back. Um, and we hit the ball wicked hard and things like that. So if that happens, you'll just don't worry about it. Uh, my wife is uh, an Ohio gal. She grew up in the Cleveland area. Her dad pastored a church in downtown Cleveland for 42 years. Um, so she is born and bred Ohio, and that's part of the reason why, of course, with the Lord's calling, that we are in Ohio. We met at the, uh, the now University of Valley Forge. Um, we went there in late 80s. Um, so after that, I youth pastored for 20 years. And then I've uh, been now in Chi Alpha for about five on my campus for the last two years. Before that, I was a youth pastor in the Youngstown area. I was at my church for seven years, and then the Lord called us into a campus ministry. Enjoy it. I love it. Uh, it's just one of the greatest, greatest jobs in the world or ministries in the world. So thankful that the Lord has called us there to do that. And um, we'll talk more about the university and things like that. So... If you have um, any questions, pre-questions, maybe you come in here with some expectations of this is really what I want to hear answered, or this is what I really want to learn, because I have some knowledge and some information to give to you, but it may not be what you're looking for, and I want to give you what you want to hear. Um, nothing worse than going to uh, uh, hear something, and it's like, that was like nothing, I didn't learn anything, blah, blah, blah. but I want you to hear what, you know, get your answers, questions answered. I'm going to ask Charity to help me out, though, because she has a piece of paper and pen because I don't have a whiteboard or anything. Does anyone have any, hey, this is what I wanted to hear about, this is what I want to learn, right out the gate? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? So I love it. I can make that reference and people laugh. College students go, what? Nobody? Well, hopefully we'll have some questions by the end. Um, for that. So cool. Let me get to where my notes are at. Let me ask you this question. How many of you have, because hopefully you're in this, this for this reason, how many of you have graduating seniors this year? Beautiful. Okay. Where are they going? Okay. So no good ones then, right? No one's going to University of Valley Forge. That's too bad. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Yes. One of, you, one of the Lund has went through. You've hit every school, I think, right? Uh, anyone else? Where are they going? Community College. Community College in your, your town? St. Clair. Okay. Very nice. Right. Of course. Right. Right State. Yes. Nice. Anybody else? Notre Dame of Cleveland, very nice. Anybody else? Evangel. Cool. Well, um, what's that? Oh, sorry. You can understand. I hear things, so sorry. Um, and it's not always people talking. Anyways, just kidding. Um, let me ask you this question. With those students who are going to school, what are some of the things that you are doing now to help them out or connect them or anything like that? What are some things that you are, your church is doing or your ministry is doing? Or do you just kind of go, great, 
Thanks for being in our youth ministry. Good luck. Have fun. Bye-bye. Is there anyone doing anything now to kind of make sure that that connection happens? Yes. Okay. So care package, I should repeat your answers so the listening audience can hear. Care packages, communication, things like that. Okay. So they have the their uh, right state has a Chi Alpha Senior Night, so that's great to help bring to assimilate them to there. Anybody else? Okay, helping the students connect by giving them the info of where they're going if there's a local church local Chi Alpha ministry, that kind of stuff. I should back up by saying this, too. Um, I am, if you don't know what Chi Alpha is, Chi Alpha is the Assemblies of God's uh, campus ministry. Uh, we're located on over 300 campuses across America, some overseas. So if you have any kids going overseas, you may have to look that up, figure out where to send them. Um, we have, I think, let me ask Bevan real quick. Did you say there's 14 in Ohio? 13, 13 in Ohio. We have 13 Chi Alpha is going on in Ohio with more expanding as, as, as we get, go, so get down the road and go along. So um, we're there to help uh, reach our universities for Jesus Christ, to help the, the students who already know Christ to uh, be a part of that, not to babysit them along, but to help them understand that God has, has them where they're at for a reason in every step of their life, whether it's in the university when they graduate in the marketplace, it's not just a job. It's a mission field where God is placing you. So that's what Chi Alpha is all about. Um, if you don't know much about it or you don't know where Chi Alpha is at, here's a good shameless plug. They, I have a few of these. Oh, come on now. It has a sticker on it. Wouldn't you know it? After, if you want to grab one, this is where you can find us, okay? Uh, those of you who have ever heard of that thing called the internet, um, you can also go on chialpha.com, and it has listed all the chialphas that we have. I also have uh, these as well, and you can have one of these. It's why reach the college campus, uh, reaching America's universities. And then the last thing I have, and everyone can have one of these, we'll just kind of, I'll wait to pass these around because, again, being a youth pastor for as long as I was, I know if I hand you this, you will look at this and not listen to me. So um, this is called Going to College, 10, successful, uh, 10 Strategies for Success on Campus. These are great for your students who are going. These are also free. Um, I think you can get them at My Healthy Church, uh, or you can go on the website. If you order 50 of them, they're free. If you order 51 of them, you have to pay. So just order 50 every once in a while. Um, so cool. Well, we're going to talk about a couple different things uh, today. One, we're going to talk about the student that you have that's graduating and sticking around. All right, so because there's those. Maybe they're uh, going to local university um, or they just, eh, I don't know what I'm doing yet. So they're sticking around. Um, and then we also have those who are actually going uh, someplace. Um, so cool. So let's talk about what do we do with those students that are sticking around. Uh, 
Get hit the first slide there. So Richard Foster in his book, Celebration of Discipline, says this. Uh, the desperate need today is not for a greater number of intelligent people or gifted people, but for deep people. Uh, what our churches desperately need are people who are deeply rooted in Jesus Christ. And we need to do that starting from young all the way through, and especially our college students. We need to get them grounded. And I'm going to talk a little bit this morning, because this is one of the passions of, of my heart, and also really in Chi Alpha is, is the word discipleship. Okay, so you've come to hear about handing off your students, but you're also coming to a discipleship kind of breakout session. Discipleship is key. Relationships are key. We need to disciple our students. We need to disciple our people. Um, And it goes beyond the walls of a church and just a small group meeting. It's about life. It's about getting involved in each other's lives. It's about investing in one another, investing in helping them to get into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and getting to know them. So we need to be all about discipleship. Um, Go ahead and hit this next slide. Uh, um, A couple of different quotes on discipleship is this. If you set out to build the church, there's no guarantee you'll make disciples. It is far more likely that you'll create consumers who depend on the spiritual services that religious professionals provide. Our churches are full of consumers, full of people. And we used to say this when I was youth pastoring. Uh, We used to always tell my students, don't be a butt print in a pew, all right? In other words, don't be your whole existence is, look, Lord, here is where I sat in my church for the 30 or 40 years that I was there. It's got to be more that we, we're, we have to be active. We have to be involved. And it goes on to the next one there. If you make disciples, you'll always get the church. But if you, if you make the church, you rarely get disciples. If we are training our people well, if we are really teaching them what it means to follow Jesus Christ, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, you're gonna, the church is going to happen. We know that even in Chi Alpha, if we are discipling our students, they're going to do what they're supposed to do. They're going to go out and reach their friends. They're going to tell their friends about Christ. They're going to go out and build relationships. They're going to go out and serve because they're going to be a true disciple of Christ. But if we just sit there and go, well, come to our Bible class or our Bible study and, you know, hear this, hear that. Good. See you next week. Doesn't mean they're going to go out and tell people about Jesus Christ. We have to show them. We have to guide them. We have to direct them. Again, hit this next slide. Um, here's a little chart or whatever that comes from the book. Uh, I always get the title mixed up. It's from Building a Discipleship Culture by Mike Bream. Um, these are, it's invitation versus challenge. So when you're dealing with people, you're dealing with students, you have this one aspect of where you invite them to be a part of what you're doing. And there's this other aspect of Okay, when you get in there, what do you do with them? And all of us in this room, we're, we're strong either in inviting or strong in challenge, okay? Uh, and sometimes we have to work on, each, on e- either one of them. We're going to start top left and end up top right. So top left is low challenge, high invitation. That's like, hey, man, come on, be part of our group. We love you. We want you to be there. Blah, blah, blah. And then when they get there, you don't expect them to do anything. Just come and hang out and just feel good and just relax. What you end up with is this. You end up with a cozy culture, the complacency quadrant, right? 
It's just kind of like, yeah, it's good to be here. And then you, you, as a leader, are banging your head against the wall because no one will do a stinking thing. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, making sure this is done, making sure that is done. Man, I got no help. I got no help. That's because we don't challenge them. If you go to the, the bottom one there, low challenge, low invitation. invitation. It's like, eh, hey, you know what? If you want to come, that'd eh, be great. If you don't, that's all right. No big deal. Make it if you can. And then when they get there, it's just like, hey, cool, just hang out and do nothing. And what you end up with is this. You get this apathetic culture, right? It's pretty boring. We have too many students that it's just kind of like, sorry, I didn't make it to youth this week. Um, you know, this show was on TV. Or, you know, this something over here was better that I wanted to go to, and I went to that instead. You know? We have too much of that in our churches and, and with our students, with our people. There's just no commitment, no nothing. Hey, if I'm available, maybe I'll come. Maybe I'll come. So then you move over to the next one. High challenge, uh, low invitation. You're kind of like, hey, you know what? If you want to make it, come on. You can make it, yeah. And then when they don't make it, you start like blasting them. You know, you're such a loser. Why didn't you show up? You don't care going to hell. You're just a sinner and all this stuff. And they're like, dude, you know, you're kind of like chill, but now I'm not doing anything. You're all over me. You end up with a stressful quadrant, and they're just really discouraged. They just don't want, after a while, they're like, this guy is psycho. He's crazy. I'm not going ever again. And it just makes for a bad culture. Then the last and the most important one where we want to be is high invitation, high challenge. Man, students and people need to know that you love them. You care about them. You want them to be involved. And when they're involved, you want to challenge them. Hey, look it. Go win your friends for Jesus. Okay, cool. The next week you go, hey, did you talk to anybody? Uh, no. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. Well, okay, well, what can we do this week? What are some ideas? You know, and challenge them. You don't have to sit there and, and blast them, but challenge them in a loving way and that you care about them and you know that you're doing the best for them. And then what happens is you end up with a discipling quadrant and you're an empowering culture. If you look at the, you know, the life of Jesus and the disciples, it wasn't just sit here and do a Bible study. It was they did a Bible study, then they're walking along, and they go, oh, Jesus say, hey, check this out, and he would teach them stuff. Then he'd go, okay, go. You guys, two, two by two, and they'd send them out. Then they'd come back, you go, what happened? Oh, well, this happened, and that happened. Cool. Hey, let me teach you how to do this better. Let me, that's discipleship. Discipleship isn't just... Okay, uh, reading from a book and reading from a manual. Back in the 90s when I was a youth pastor, um, we had this Take Pride series or the War series, right? So discipleship was then you take a class, you finish, we give you a certificate, and we go, here, you are now a disciple. Congratulations, right? And that was it. And it stopped there. We in in Chi Alpha, in our group as well, but all of Chi Alpha, we... Our motto is we build make disciples who make disciples. You know, it's always that classic, if I had to do it all over again. You know, if I had to do youth ministry all over again, I'd, I'd have done it that way. I'd be discipling these students. Okay, great, you guys, have, you're along, you're on your way, you're discipling. Now, I'm going to continue discipling you, but you're going to disciple these guys. 
and you just grow, and, and that's how it just kind of spreads out. So we want to encourage you, high invitation, high challenge. We've got to be involved in each other's lives and care for these students. So these students that are, are hanging out, that are just there, they, they're kinda, they graduate, and they don't really know what they're doing, right? And all they want to really do is they want you to provide a class for them. They can sit and hang out with the rest of their college buddies, the college age, and just drink coffee, and you know, have somebody up there with the acoustic playing some worship, and, and man, this is great, and then they can leave and go do whatever it is that they do. Man, challenge them. Get them involved. No one accidentally creates discipleship. Discipleship is an intentional pursuit. Uh, let me encourage you with, with this. Uh, at Youngstown State Chi Alpha, we have three experiences for our students. Okay, we talk about three experiences. We want them first to experience God. All right? And through that, we talk about personal devotional life, all right? uh, corporately, uh, you know, help, worshiping God corporately together as a group. We want them to feed themselves. Because if they can't feed themselves, they'll die. We want deep people. Right? So they want to experience God on their own. They want to experience God corporately in a group, whether we go to a different, you know, assault event they call it. It's a regional thing where a bunch of, think of youth convention, but with college students and a bigger stage and everything else. We want them to, to, to experience God in different aspects. All right? Second thing we want them to experience is we want them to experience community. We want them to do life together. We want them to hang out. So we're constantly, we're on a commuter campus. YSU is mainly commuter. Um, so it, it's kind of a different vibe than those who live in a residential campus. But we want to, we're trying to encourage our small group leaders to go, hey, it's great you have a small group, but what are you doing outside of that with your students? Eat lunch together. You know, go shopping together. You don't have to create more things to do. Just do what you're already doing and do it together. Okay? Do it, do it with each other. Because those are when the discipling moments happen. When you're with a student or you're with your, someone in your small group and you are seeing somebody that you know that doesn't know Christ and you start interacting with that person, they see you doing that. You're discipling them. Or that's when they start going, hey man, I really had a rough week this week. And they start sharing. That's when discipleship happens and you can teach them. Then the third thing we want to experience is experience serving. All right, we have a little, act, little thing we say we, we're for the student, for the campus, for the community, and for the world. All right, it's one of our little cards here. So everything we do when we serve, we serve for the students, for our campus, for our, for our community, and for our world. So we do things around Youngstown. We do things on campus. We're doing right now, you'll see me maybe next couple, little bit here. I've got this folder, and it's tournament brackets, Okay. Someone asked me, like, you filling out your tournament bracket? I'm like, no. We did a tournament challenge on campus just for the university because we want to serve them. Something first, and we're giving away prizes and stuff. Kids are like, oh, this is awesome. They're having a blast doing it. So we want to serve. And also in serving, we talk about going and give, giving and going. You've got to give financially, but you also got to go. You've got to go tell your friends about Christ, share Christ with them. You have to go on a mission trip, go and do things for Jesus, okay? And so we want them to do these experiences, understand these three experiences, what, and that's what we're all about. It's not just a, hey, come to our journey group and just hang out. No, it's, there's, there's something more to it than just that. So we can disciple them and help them to grow. And the reason why we have those three 
is because of uh, when you're discipling people, you need to have a language that can be repeated. You know, something that can be, so if someone's discipling somebody else, they have at least a framework to go through and be around, and then they can jump off of and, and learn from. So um, those are the things we want. And let me just kind of finish up, well, a couple more things, then we'll talk about those who are leaving for college. I'm going to get on a soapbox here, really, okay? Listen, you need to give your students ownership. You need to get them doing things. We live in a world of, with delayed adolescence. Do you know what that is? Delayed adolescence. They live with mom and dad until about 25, 28. They spend all their money buying the latest Call of Duty game or you know, the latest Xbox One game or whatever it may be, and that's all they do, right? And they may have a job or they may be going to college. I have one of them in my own uh, church. And I'm like, okay, dude, okay, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, how's it? Let's go. Come on. Move along. And we, we're so prone to just do what's easy. Uh, there's a, a, a saying that says this, the path of least resistance makes both men and rivers crooked. Okay? And that's what people are. I mean, anymore, it's just kind of like, eh, well, I don't really know what I'm doing this week. We'll see. I asked somebody, hey, we're talking about goals. Well, I don't really make goals. Well, guess what? Make one. Make at least one so we can work on it. Give them ownership. Get them doing. Get them out of this idea of delayed adolescence. Look at college students, they're busy but they're not as busy as they think they are. I have three children. One's 10, one's 13, and one's 16. I have no life. I chase their schedule. My wife and I chase their schedule constantly. I show my students my Google calendar. Usually they go, their eyes get, you know, wide as they, they go, holy cow, I thought I was busy. So I say, I have to do all this and still do everything I need to do at the same time. They have more energy and opportunity now to get involved and do stuff, especially those if they're not even in college or not even really doing much. Get them involved. Give them ownership. We're supposed to be training people. We're supposed to be equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. So give them ownership. Get them doing things. Um, What they don't need is just another Bible study. Okay? Bob Goff, he's... um, he wrote a book called Love Does. Some of you may have heard of him. He's a really cool dude. He's out in, actually, he's overseas right now, but he's out on the, uh, the West Coast. He doesn't do Bible studies. He does Bible doings, okay? He reads the Bible, says to do this, okay, let's go do that, okay? I think in America, we do too much Bible studying and not enough Bible doing. So get your students doing stuff. Get them out working in the community. Get them out working in your church. Get them out doing things that they should be doing. Cool. And we got to create that culture in your group. All right? Create that culture of discipleship. Create that culture of, hey, this is what we do. Some of the, the, the stronger Chi Alphas like Wright State in that they have a culture. When someone comes in, they learn that culture quickly. Okay, hey, this is what we do. This is how we act. This is how we dress. Okay, not that that's, I mean, I don't want it to sound like too, what I mean by how we dress is like, you know, sometimes, sorry, ladies, they'll come in and they just kind of like, okay, look at you, are showing a little bit too much. Let's show you how to be a little bit more modest, right? Am I wrong? No, I've heard that story before, you know. 
They're, they're like the scarf group, too, man. You guys wear more scarves than I've ever seen. So anyways, um, am I, okay. So, but it's a culture, and that's, you disciple because you learn. Not that we're trying to make clones, because people can still express themselves, but it's, this is how we, you teach them how to live for Jesus Christ. Build that culture within you. Um, okay, cool. Let's move on to, um, what time is it? got to keep an eye. When we go till, oh, good Lord, i got to talk faster. All right, um, which is possible. I am from Massachusetts. That's right. We, we talk wicked fast. All right, so leaving for college. Um, so let's say you haven't really done this whole discipleship thing, but you have students leaving for college. All right, you've got a few months to pour into them now. Man, you can start a discipleship process with them over the next five, six months that could really affect them and change their life. Work with them now. Get involved with them now and teach them. Um, help them get as deep as possible. Here's the thing. You need to talk to them about the importance of getting involved. Wherever they're going, getting them, that's the first step. Talk to them about getting how important it is to be involved in something. Stress that within them. Just really hammer it in within them. Okay? Um, because, let me tell you something. Some of them just go. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, involvement fair. You know, so at the beginning of school, they have this involvement. Ooh, look, shiny object. I like this group. Okay, ooh, free stuff. I like this group. Ooh, and then before you know it, they're in the pagan group, right, uh, on campus. Or they're in this other group or that group, and they're like, what happened? You know? So tell them the importance of getting involved in a, a Christian group when they get on campus. Um, if, if the university they're going to has a Chi Alpha, get them connected. Now what I mean by that is this. Do a little bit of work. You look on there, you go, okay, uh, we'll do UT, because we were talking about that earlier. University of Toledo. Okay, Kyle.com. Oh, it's Greg and April Mahaney. Oh, email address, phone number. Email them. Call them. I'm going to tell you this. A Chi Alpha director will never go, oh, they're calling me about their student getting involved. I don't want to call them back. You know? No. They will always answer your call. Back. Call them. Get to know them. Also, too, get the student involved in the process if you can. Make them understand how important that is. If they, you can get them connected to them, get them connected to that person as soon as possible. And make, help, help them make the emails and stuff happen back and forth. Look at I am at Youngstown State University. It is the only thing happening in Youngstown, okay? Jim Trestle's our president, yes. Bo Pelini's our football coach, yes. It's exciting, I have a Summers of God students who I've known for years still don't show up at our group because they're just apathetic. They don't want to get involved. They just, well, they just don't understand the importance of being a part of it. Or it could be me. Who knows? But anyways, they just don't get involved. You have to help them make that connection. Do a little bit of homework. Find out where they're going and offer to help. Like was said earlier, find out what churches there are near the university they're going to and make that connection with the local pastor, local young adult ministry if they have one, or even the local youth pastor and get them connected to that church. Because again, you have too many students. What's, you know, the whole thing, 80, 85% or 80% of students when they go to a secular university fall away from Christ? You know, as a former youth pastor, it kills me to hear that. 
You spend so much time and energy investing in their life only to see it gone like this because some fraternity grabbed them first. Now, aside, there's nothing wrong with them being a part of the fraternity if they're going to be a strong Christian witness within that fraternity because we need Christian students in our fraternities and sororities. Okay, we're not, we're not glass-bubbling people. All right? We want them interacting and mingling with people because you're not going to save, get, you know, show Christ to people without that. I am good friends with the people who are the, the president and vice president of the Gay, Lesbian, Transgender Club on my campus. <gasps> yeah, guess what? We talk about Christ all the time. We want them involved. But if they're not connected also to Chi Alpha or Christian organization or great church, they're going to end up being coming another frat guy or another sorority girl. And you're going to see a year later pictures on their Facebook or their Instagram account of them down in Florida doing something they shouldn't be doing. All right? Get them connected with those groups as soon as you can. Um, don't wait till the student gets there, because I'm going to tell you what, it doesn't happen. I don't know how many times when my Chi Alpha people can, can attest to this, my, my niece goes to your university. Here's her number. Can you give her a call? Sure. I'll contact her, or my wife will contact her. Most times, nothing happens. I'll contact them. We'll contact them. We just can't make that connection because they're not invested. Don't wait till they get there. Make it happen beforehand. The students that we, we just started two years ago, the students I have in our, we have in our group right now, are students that we make connection with before they started classes at, at YSU. And they're our leaders now. Get them connected early. Um, and like I said, the student needs to be involved in the process. They need to understand how important it is to be connected. If you can, if your student is going to a, like a local Chi Alpha, like they live in the Dayton area and they're going to the right state, Help them to get to know some right state students, right? Or, see, we're fortunate because, again, we're a local university. We have students try to get connected with our students already, so they have that relationship. Everything's about relationships. Everything's about be- getting to know people, and they get connected as soon as they can. So get them in the process. Get them going and connected as well. All right, here, last slide. Um, here's a few books as far as the discipleship portion of it I, I was talking about earlier. Um, I have, actually have all four of them with me. Three of them I have in paper form, okay? The other one I actually did a Kindle version. It was my first Kindle book, all right? Um, so I don't know what order they're in up there, but the Jesus Blueprint, okay? It's a great book. talks about, uh, uh, you know, what, how Jesus discipled. Uh, we are, there's no plan B, folks. We are the only plan to, the, to save this world and the disciple people. So that's a great book. Um, this is like the Chi Alpha Bible, besides the Bible, uh, Discipleship by Designs, written by Harvey Herman, one of our uh, founding Chi Alpha guys. Sharp, 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 amazing man. Uh, it's a great book on um, discipling Christian university, uh, students and Christian students and university. This other book, Wiki Church, uh, talks about uh, how Wikipedia was all about giving the power to the people. Uh, when Wikipedia started, they had like six experts, and in the first year, they wrote like 10 articles. 
And I said, this is going to take us forever. So I said, what if we uh, let other people write articles, and then we'll just check them, and then we'll put them on there. The next year, they had 100,000 articles. All right? Same thing about the way we should operate in how we do church. Let your people run your small groups. Let, give the power to them, and then you can disciple them as they disciple those. And then the last one is um, Building and Discipling, Discipling Culture by Mike Breen. Uh, he is a, one of the um, uh, missional community guys just talking about how to get people discipling and building that culture up. So, great. Uh, last thing, last uh, statement I want to make for, me, for you, leave with you is this. Alan Hirsch, another missional guy, says this. Um, Everyone is a disciple and no one ever stops being a disciple. Everyone is a disciple. Everyone is a disciple, and no one ever stops being a disciple. We are all being discipled, but we always are discipling other people at the same time. Okay? You should have something pouring into you, and you should be pouring out into the lives of other people. Cool. Uh, any questions um, or any thoughts you may have from this that you would like to add or ask? We all just want to go eat, right? Anything? Yes. In regards to Pi Alpha. Yeah. I know someone said something about high school, like night, senior night. Is it possible for students that are in like seniors just to go to a service, a Pi Alpha meeting or whatever? I'll tell you this. You can act, if you probably ask any Pi Alpha director, they'd say yes, okay. come along. Um, I, I know in mine, I would definitely love them to come. Uh, but yeah, and what one are you looking at? Okay, yeah. Um, actually, Bevan and Tia just walked out. So this representative from Bolt, oh, no, the, the um, cooks aren't here today. But yes, contact them. They would love to have people come. Uh, I also have, again, I have information. Uh, these are more directed towards YSU. But you can find all that stuff. We have, oh, I'm going to mess up our website. It's howxa.com. OhioXA.Weebly.com or you can just Google Ohio Chi Alpha. You may end up with Ohio State Chi Alpha first, but you can also find Ohio Chi Alpha as well. And that has all of our, our local ones. So, Any other questions? Anything? I will be here for a little bit. If you have any questions, you want to come up and see me. If you want to look at any of these books, if you want to grab any one of these pamphlets. Oh, I, will, I promised you this. Hold on. I won't do what I did in youth ministry because these are heavy. Yeah, I usually go. If you want to take one of these and pass around, uh, those of you who are listening via tape, uh, you missed it. You should have been here. You could have got a book. <laughs>